Paul invites Timothy to join him in the work of the gospel. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on into Acts chapter 16 today. Today we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 5. And uh, Paul invites a new ministry colleague to join him in the work of sharing the gospel with uh, the mission fields that the Lord leads him into and uh, to strengthen the churches that he's already uh, been a part of founding. But before we get into the text, uh, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you too for this moment when we can pause and focus our attention on you. Lord, strengthen us, strengthen our inner person with your word that we might walk in your strength and confidence today and always. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here is Acts 16, 1 through 5. Paul came also to Derb and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. Now, after the entirety of verse of chapter 15 and the struggle um, that Paul and Barnabas and the apostles in Jerusalem had with the question that arose because of the teaching of the Judaizers, then that namely being the question of whether or not converts to, to the Christian faith ought to observe the rite of circumcision and observance to the Mosaic law. Um, or the Abrahamic law. And um, they determined after much discussion that that was not a burden that they would put on new converts. Now here's Timothy, uh, a uh, son of a Jewish mother and the son of a Greek father, um, uncircumcised. And Paul (laughs) takes him to be circumcised. Because he knew that there were some Jewish believers in the area that would not respond well to Timothy's leadership and partnership in the gospel if he was an uncircumcised Greek. And so here we have the decision of the apostles that they would not burden new converts with the uh, requirement of circumcision. And Paul requiring of his new ministry recruit (laughs) that he be circumcised in order to um, allay the concerns of the Jewish brothers in fellowship with them in the area that they were in. It's an interesting and somewhat confusing decision on Paul's part, but I understand on a certain level why he would would have this done. Uh, He wants to... um, prevent a controversy before it gets started. (laughs) 
but uh, interesting nonetheless in light of the almost the entire content of chapter 15 being around this question of the Judaizers teaching that converts must be circumcised. And so Paul has this done. Timothy joins him in the work. And they went through all of the cities, uh, delivering to them the decision that the apostles had reached um, uh, about this question. And so because of sharing this news, um, (laughs) uh, uh, this news of the decision, um, Luke tells us in verse 6 that the churches were strengthened in the faith and they increased in numbers daily. Please uh, disregard my hesitation before my last statement. I was pondering uh, a joke that might not have been appropriate, (laughs) Uh, thinking about poor Timothy. Nonetheless, uh, Luke does tell us in verse 5, I'm sorry, that the churches were strengthened in the faith and they increased in numbers daily. I can imagine that if they were no longer faced with the threat of circumcision, coming to faith in Christ was a much easier decision (laughs) than pondering the uh, pain of getting circumcised. Um, If you're an adult male, that is not something that you would willingly submit to uh, if you didn't have to. And so um, there's freedom and grace in the gospel, and here is visible evidence of the freedom and grace of the gospel. We're not confined by the legalism of the past. We're not confined by tradition. We're not confined by ritual. We're not confined by anything the gospel does not mandate. And that's the freedom and scandal and joy of the grace of Jesus Christ, won for us at the cross. And I hope that you value it. I hope that you understand just how free you are and just how much a scandal the grace of the cross is to those who, <clears throat> who are confined by the law, by legalism. They're tripped up by it, but we've been set free from it in Christ. And uh, let's walk in that freedom and joy today, my friends. All right. Well, thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us. And uh, thanks for being a faithful friend and, and uh, um, part of this community uh, here at Renew Network Podcast. And we'll be back next week, Lord willing, uh, picking up right where we left off. And there's some good stuff coming. All right. Have a great weekend. God bless you. God keep you. May you stay well and stay healthy in him.